Just in and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. Nick, to be please privy to this. leave my bra on. That's where my mic pack is. <laughs> yeah. Do not I, remove the bra. Like Speak closer so of... they can really pick up our pillow talk. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Here to Make Friends, a HuffPost podcast about the Bachelorette franchise where we lovingly snark on The Bachelorette season 11. Whether you love The Bachelorette or love to hate it, we'll decode what this reality show reveals about the world of dating. I'm Emma Gray, Senior Women's Editor. And I'm Claire Fallon, Culture Writer. Thanks for tuning in to our ninth episode recap, the one with the sex fashion. Finally. Finally. Oh, dear God. Finally. Today, we'll talk about Sean's big wounded man ego, two totally different goodbyes, and what an Eskimo brother is. I kind of have a guess, but I don't even want to know. We'll also get all the dirty details from our senior entertainment news editor, Lee Blickley, about what it was like to be alone with Caitlin Bristow. Stay tuned. So we start off this episode with a little Ben H one-on-one. The one-on-ones continue to be <laughs> completely forgettable to the end. I'm pretty much, like, at this point, they're just like, we're in Ireland, so they're going to go, like, Forever. Around. They're in Ireland forever. But what do they have in Ireland? They have, like, endless, like, green spaces. Whiskey. And whiskey. So they, like, they wander around on some sort of green, green moor, and then they go drink, drink whiskey. And literally, like, they, they get to the, the inn where they're having whiskey, and she's like, there's whiskey in the coffee, and there's whiskey here, and there's whiskey there. And I was like, we get it. All you're going to do for the rest of the show is drink whiskey. Um, but also they they enjoy some time on a little boat. They play oh, yes, hide the and seek. It was Just, a very wholesome date. It was date. so wholesome. <laughs> until the whiskey. Right up until the whiskey. Um, so it was very adorable. I felt like it was maybe like I would have wanted something a little more exciting to do then play hide and seek but um caitlin seemed to have a lot of fun i feel like they were scrambling because as chris harrison has said they weren't actually planning to be in ireland this long but because they ended up switching up the format they ended up in ireland for i think at least an extra week so i believe yeah. the abc interns were just like okay i hide and seek it is where's <laughs> yeah, the, they're like guys where's go, the castle go make something happen yeah. like hide behind that one wall that there is here <laughs> Um, also, like, when we get to the fantasy suite dates at the end of the episode, they're still in Ireland. They've moved to Ireland. They're never coming back. Anyway, um, so Ben H. has this date, and he's very nice. She's very stressed, and he makes her feel better. He says he wants her to feel the real emotions that she is experiencing, which, like, 
I just thought was beautiful. I was like, I want He's poetic. I want to find Ben H and make him my therapist. <laughs> I've had several therapists in New York City in my adult life, and none of them have wanted me to feel the real emotions that I was. Maybe he should be the one leading guided meditations, not Tony the Healer. <laughs> Seriously, like Tony the Healer did not care about anyone feeling the emotions they were experiencing, except for himself, probably. <laughs> and even then, I'm not entirely sure that he knew what emotions he was experiencing. So the two things we established during this one-on-one is that Ben H once felt unlovable because he loved his ex-girlfriend, and he is not a virgin. Yeah. Which was just some weird created <laughs> drama out of nowhere so that they could end yeah. on a commercial break and then reveal right. that Ben H has in fact had sex in his long term <laughs> relationship so that he got out of. The, they're talking about the fantasy date possibility and Caitlin is like, Would you wanna like do that? And he's like, Yeah, I'd love to just talk to you all night, which is total bachelorette speak for I just want to bone all night on piles of rose petals, just like nonstop. And she's like, oh, my God, he says he wants to talk to me all night. And all I can think is, he's a virgin. I was like, are you insane? Have you ever right. watched is, the show before? Is that before? really what you jumped to immediately? <laughs> um, he's not a virgin. That is not what the case is. But Thank goodness for that. <laughs> he's an experienced boner. Yeah, or experienced enough, I guess. And she is so relieved. Um, so they have just the most lovely night and Ben H is still super boring and very young. Like that was a very 26 year old thing to say, like that he felt unlovable because he'd gone through a breakup. I was like, I felt that way when I was like 22 and my college boyfriend and I broke up. I remember that. That was rough. (laughs) (laughs) And then you get a little older and you're like, oh, sometimes one person just doesn't love you. (laughs) Um, So, but then, oh, and then she reassures him and it takes like 10 seconds. Remember? She's like, oh no, you're totally great. You're not unlovable at all. And he's like, she said I was crazy for thinking I was unlovable. So I guess I'm totally (laughs) lovable. It's like, dude, have some like conviction in your self image for like a little bit, you know? If you really think you're unlovable, then just, like... Really own that. <laughs> own that. Own that deep-seated <laughs> depression like the rest yeah. of us. I, like, I don't really believe that you thought you were unlovable if it takes that little to convince no. you. She's she like, didn't even say she face. loved you. This face is beautiful. <laughs> Boring, but beautiful. Oh, so we had lots of uh, no. beautiful, beautiful soul sharing. Before we get to their overnight date, um, someone has to be kicked off, obviously. Because yes. we have to get down to three before the fantasy suites can really start. Joe, Sean, and Nick get a weird three-on-one date. On another more or whatever <laughs> bluff. I'm just using more words from old books now. Space. <laughs> They're just like sitting on a bench on like a grassy knoll in the Sean middle and, of the Sean and Nick are glaring at each other with deep-seated hatred in their <laughs> eyes. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, so the the ultimate result of the date, which is really the only thing worth focusing on besides Sean and Nick's deep dislike for each other, is that Joe gets sent home in a classic terrible breakup. It's like, please, all men, take notes. Don't be like <laughs> Joe if you ever get dumped. Well, first, like, it's very clear that he's going to get dumped. 
Right. Because she sits him down. No and one knows why like, Joe is still there. No he, one knows. He should have gotten sent home before. Yeah. And he's basically like, after spending a week away from Caitlin, I now feel ready to say that I'm in love with her. And everyone in the entire world was like, what are you talking about? Like, you're definitely not in love with her. Yeah, so all he tells you her said that, is some, you know, a few comments about the lack of theaters in Kentucky. Yeah. And all of a sudden you're in love with this girl. Like, what did we miss? She is all about theater. Like, you have nothing in common. And so, the, and then she's like... But, like, really? Like, do you really think you're ready to, like, be engaged to me? And you're like, at that point, you're like, he's definitely going home. And he's like, I'm just, he just leans in and, like, very messily just, like, makes out with her. And he also like, says I some really just, like, intense things. only like, you for 60 years. He's like, I'm in love with you, baby. I don't think there's any denying that. Really? I can I deny that. I think there's a lot of denial. I deny that. Caitlin denies that. Yeah. Caitlin says she's flattered, which is just universally <laughs> known as the kiss of death to any relationship. <laughs> if someone says they love you and the other, if you tell someone that you love them and then they pause and stare at the ground and then say they're <laughs> flattered, just give up. Walk away. Yeah. Also, if you ask someone if they're ready to be engaged to you and they say they could do, like, they're happy to kiss only you for 60 years, <laughs> maybe they just don't really know you well enough. Maybe that's something they should examine about themselves. Also, uh, I appreciate that he has decided they're both going to die in another 60 years. Yeah. Like Although, that would give him a pretty, he's like around 30, right? <laughs> nice long 90 years. <laughs> Just, Solid like, cutoff. They'll at die though. like in the notebook, like spooning each other on a hospital bed. Um, so yeah, so then the the brutally honest breakup arrives right Which after he told her he loved her, except for Joe apparently. Yeah, and he just completely goes, "I'm fine." What? Why? Why would I care? Why would I? he does that classic dude thing of like I didn't even I didn't really like you anyway I just said I loved you but while whatever. like staring into it's the fine. distance with that clenched jaw and then walks away and starts like cursing the world and and like me like while he's like sitting there like with his entire body tensed and his eyes like staring into the middle distance Caitlin is like are you mad at me like are like what are like what's happening well, she obviously wants to talk this out a little bit right but also. He is acting like someone who was like just one small further provocation from snapping and beating her to death with a shovel. Like I was like, yeah, he's like genuinely gear- gearing up for a punch there. Yeah, I was like, this was is this is why terrifying. she seemed afraid. I was like, she's afraid that he's upset because he's acting on the verge of violence right now. This is why women are afraid of dumb men. Also, I found it amusing that he asked her what he should do next. Joe, have you have you have you watched this show? You get into the black car yeah. and you get taken to the airport. There are producers like literally everywhere. They, are they the will people leave who you. Will tell you what to do. Yeah. yeah, you and Caitlin, like you're not Caitlin's problem anymore. Um, yeah. So he goodbye to off Joe. Cursing. Good, good riddance. Good riddance. Yeah. So Joe is history, and Sean and Nick remain. Caitlin really has been gearing up to talk to Sean about the fact that she's had sex with Nick and that just the opportunity has not presented itself. So she ends up sending Nick back to the hotel and telling Sean that she needs some more time with him, which Sean definitely takes as a personal victory. And Caitlin just wants to get him alone so that she can have a really tough conversation. Yeah. It's funny. Cause he keeps saying stuff like 
It's going to be so great to just have some really nice time to relax and laugh together. And you're like, oh, buddy, that's not what's going to happen at all. Like, I can just see the doom like hovering over also, you. Also, you can see the producers just celebrating the fact that they're <laughs> they have this foreshadowing footage. Oh yeah, they really they were like, what do you think is going to happen tonight, or what how, are you looking how forward excited are to? You, Sean? <laughs> Yeah, so he was very excited, and Caitlin is visibly terrified again. She spends so much of this show looking terrified. It's really, like, it's a master class in, like, how frightening it is to be a woman dating. Um, Even when you have cameras (laughs) trained on you and you know nothing can happen to you. I know. I also appreciate how this confession has been teased the entire season, and they kept putting the audio over different scenes of a bunch of men in a room. So it looked like she was going to tell every single man she was dating that she had had sex with Nick, when in fact, she did something that seems far more sensible and told one guy that she actually feels kind of seriously about that she had sex with another guy. Although then that puts the other ultimately remaining guy, Ben H., I think it's pretty clear to everyone that Nick and Sean are the final two. But except for Ben H, because you're still there, you kind of feel like, who knows? Well, he doesn't know, but I mean the the audience. It puts him in a weird position of like, things are happening and I don't know what they are. I would love to hear Ben H's view on these few episodes. definitely. Um, So she finally, after going round and round the subject for about... A solid minute um, tells Sean that she things went too far with Nick and she had sex with him, which is another moment that we've never seen before uh, on The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, yeah. where a lead actually says, I had sex with someone. So this is the lesson that we've learned from this season. Sex happens. Yeah. I didn't even know. Until, I know well, I went to Catholic wild. school, so yeah. I just thought that babies Who knew? I didn't think you could have sex before you got engaged step. to someone. <laughs> um and it was funny because she kept going, I just want to be really honest with you. I want to be just totally, totally honest. I know it's important to you to be honest. And then she tells him about the sex. And the first thing he says is, I don't know why you're telling me this. And I was like, she spent five minutes explaining why she's telling you this. So that that's not in question you might not want to hear it but it's pretty clear why she clearly thinks that you want to know right and sean actually came off remarkably well in this interaction he gets up and goes to the bathroom to to regroup yeah where i can only assume he was talked down from a ledge by a producer (laughs) i was like whoa don't don't screw yourself right now respond to this not like a total asshole and he came back and says something like you know, I'm going to man up. They're always manning up. Oh, yeah. And deal with it. I can't be mad. Like, what am I going to do? Storm out of here? No, because I want you. Which felt, it was actually kind of kind of nice. It was the, the only time in the last month that I've been impressed with Sean at all. Yeah. He does seem very genuinely into her. Yeah. Although he does not seem at all well suited for this format. Um, so that and that came across very well. Yeah, he is a very scene. jealous person, yeah. and jealous people probably shouldn't go on shows where <laughs> one woman dates twenty five other men. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
Sometimes there will be something that is just like nagging at me, bothering me about something in my life. And I just swirl it around and around and around in my head and don't quite know how to address it. And something that can really help me sort that through and like take action is therapy. I completely agree. I've been really stressed lately because I've just been getting sick over and over again. And before I know it, I'm feeling a lot of emotions and I don't even connect where they're coming from with the actual origin. We all carry around these stressors, right? And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a great safe space to get things off of your chest and figure out how to actually work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash love to see it today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash love to see it. Okay, so you got engaged. Congrats. Now you may be wondering what comes next. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about is Zola. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually even enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or, you know, from your couch, which is certainly how, uh, if I was planning a wedding, I would definitely want to do it as loungily as possible. <laughs> so important. I also just know myself. I, I know that planning any kind of event, like even a birthday party can get very stressful. And so it's been really cool to see friends use Zola. It really seems to make everything a lot less stressful. And as a frequent wedding attender, I love to be able to hop on that Zola registry and just purchase a gift. Easy peasy. I know I've done it. I won't forget. Thank you, Zola. Yeah, everything's all in the same place. It's perfect. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. I am so glad that it's finally warming up. And it also means that I just want to have fun this summer and I don't want to be worrying about meal prep. And luckily... I can do something about that with Factor, especially because they have so many meal options like Protein Plus, Keto, Vegetarian, something for every diet. Their fresh, never frozen meals are ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every single week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Make your whole day delicious. From breakfast to dessert, stay fueled with easy, nutritious options. I love having a few factor meals just sitting in my fridge, especially because I work from home. It's so nice to finish up a taping and not have to figure out what to cook myself. Just look in my fridge and be like, oh, in two minutes, I can be eating mushroom chicken thighs and wild rice or tomato basil chicken risotto or Santa Fe style green chili beef skillet. And they always have a nice like 
vegetable side. It feels well-balanced. I feel full after, and it's not a headache at all. Head to factormeals.com slash LTSI50 and use code LTSI50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code LTSI50 at factormeals.com slash LTSI50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Article believes in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their online-only model, they have some pretty delightful prices, too. Their curated assortment of mid-century modern, coastal, high Tyler Cameron, industrial, Scandi, and boho designs makes furniture shopping simple. Plus, they're dedicated to really thoughtful craftsmanship that honestly stands the test of time and looks good doing it. Article offers fast, affordable shipping across the U.S. and Canada. Plus, they won't leave you waiting around. You pick the delivery time and they'll send you updates every step of the way. I have long been an article girly, like every room of my house my house, my apartment, (laughs) you can see article furniture in. Most recently, we updated our balcony, you know, just in time. It's finally balcony season again, finally warming up in New York. And I have been out there with my coffee, sitting in the toady beach sand dining chair, which is a great little lounger for a small space. Again, New York City apartment. And uh, it just really like elevates our deck. That and the ottoman we bought to go with it. So comfortable, so chic. Also can withstand a whole lot of rain. So important. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. They're having their Memorial Day sale from May 13th to May 27th, which would be the perfect time to use your store credit on top of sale prices. To claim, visit article.com slash LTSI and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash LTSI for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list, as they should, because it's very important. If that's you, then make this year the year you finally check it off your list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Wow, that is really fast. Their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning link... Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. I personally used Babbel before I headed off to Paris for three weeks, and it was so helpful just kind of giving me back the basic understanding of French, allowing me to interact with people in restaurants, in shops, and, you know, just not make a total fool of myself when in a foreign country. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash LTSI. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash LTSI. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash LTSI. Rules and restrictions may apply. Yeah. So the rose ceremony the next night arrives 
And Sean has just been stewing over this information. Stewing. Apparently. He couldn't sleep. He realizes that the really mature way he handled it was wrong. Right. He needs to be angrier. <laughs> he needs to and get more needs, answers. He needs to understand exactly why Caitlin had sex with Nick specifically. Because how could she oh my God. have sex with someone that he didn't like? I, I didn't like... realize he didn't realize that women can form <laughs> opinions Leading about up to men when he asked without her the his question, approval. I was like, is he, re- he's not going to ask her something really cliche and idiotic, like why him is, and then he, that's exactly, literally verbatim what he said. And, but, but he wants to do it like in the cocktail party, but of course, like by the end of the season, they're always just like, fuck this, I'm so tired of cocktail parties, let's just have the rose ceremony. So there's no cocktail party. And so she calls his name <laughs> to give him the rose, and he pauses he pauses, everything. I have to talk to you. I have to interrogate you. And she just looks like she's been slapped. She's sort of like wavered. She's, she, she, and she's like, okay. She she's in this rose. very tight, beautiful disco ball dress. So She beautiful. probably can't even really sit down in it's it. It's made out of pure silver. Um, and they go, <laughs> they go into another room. And he literally is like, I just have some questions. Um, why why him? You, yeah, why, why did you have sex with someone that I am not bros with? Yeah, he's like, I told you. You told no. He brings up the "I'm the one" again. He says, "You told me that I was it, that I'm the guy, and then I told you that I didn't trust him and I didn't like him, and then you went and had sex with him." To Caitlin's credit, she does not indulge this bullshit. That's true. She I, is really pushes back, and this is where it's in these instances that I really respect her. She says to him again, "That was a mistake." I have other relationships. I was honest with you, but I'm not going to sit here and, you know, shame myself. I'm just going to let's move on from this. And you can either basically accept that I have these other relationships and this is how the game works. Or you can get the fuck out. He's like negotiating. Like he thinks that he can take a step back for a little while and then come back and be like, okay, here are my new terms. You can date other guys, but I'm like the bottom bitch. Okay. Like. I'm priority number one, Caitlin, and but look, I get no, sign-off on the bitch. other ones. I get sign-off on what you do and who you do it with, okay? That's the deal. And she's like, no, no, no. No, 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 no. This is not no, how no, this no. This is the bachelorette. Yeah. So that he didn't work curious. out. And then she says, she says, the thing is you have to trust me, and I don't think you do, which he obviously doesn't. He doesn't trust her at all. He's actually sort of said he doesn't trust her in the past, and... I sort of almost expected at that point that she would send him home, but she didn't. But they really like each other. Yeah, but, like, to just stand, like, that was, like, edited probably, but it it seemed to be the end of their conversation. And then she goes back and offers him a rose. And I was like, ooh, like, that's a way to to leave it before offering someone a a fantasy suite rose. (laughs) You don't trust me. Will you please spend a night with me? But the game of chicken kind of works in her favor because yeah. he's like, okay, I guess I got to give this up and just say yes if I want to date this girl. True. So yeah. he accepts the rose. Um, Jared gets sent home, oh, Jared. which is in a very sad and sweet way. He is class the entire way through. I really think this was kind of a record. We very rarely see a man um, get through an entire season of The Bachelorette without doing anything particularly douchey, and he did that. So, well yeah. well done. Uh, then we oh. get to the fantasy suite dates, finally. Oh, my God. 
the idea of like fantasy suite dates starting and it's 9 30 p.m and they're all wearing sweaters and they're still in the same country it's like it doesn't feel like a fantasy suite episode the lack of structure this season is very upsetting i did see um mike fleiss tweet last night that next season they're gonna have fewer to be continued episodes because they listen to bachelor nation and realize everyone hates it it's funny because i don't actually hate it like it's nice to have a change but I just it find it like, confusing to track. Yeah, like I, I can't really understand what's going to gonna happen each week because I don't understand yeah. where we're at in this whole. But it's good to journey. have a little life in the series. I don't know. That's like true. I, I like it when they switch it up. Um, so Nick gets the first fantasy suite date, and I'm very relieved he doesn't wear a leather jacket. Um, he seems to have an idea that leather jackets are like a really good look for him. They end they up not. in yet another house of worship. Yeah, what is with They're that? only going on dates in well, churches. They I also think, have a weird conversation about religion. Yeah. And Nick has a Nick whole thing about confession. He, has, he goes into this whole thing about his past experiences with confession. And, and like, the Catholic sex guilt that, that was imbued in him. I relate to that as a, as a former Catholic. <laughs> um, and I think it's maybe why I have such a strong affinity for Nick. But Nick makes a rookie bachelorette mistake during this episode where he decides to talk some shit about Sean which we had avoided up until this point he's getting anxious yeah so he tells Caitlin that Sean has been bragging about being Eskimo brothers with a famous country singer and that he presumably someone based in Nashville earlier the same night as this country singer. As this country singer. And um, the thing is, like, I kind of feel like it's probably true because I just can't imagine making up such a specific story. It probably is true, but it's also <laughs> not really a reason not to date someone. I wouldn't date someone who bragged about something like that. I think that's creepy. Caitlin might, though. But I just think Nick has to realize that that's not going to make Caitlyn send Sean home and she kind of she does think it's gross but she also kind of comes back at him and is like well you're the only person that all of these guys have been coming to me telling me that you're not a good person to date and she hasn't listened to it yeah like she basically was like they're both into me and they're lashing out at each other yeah she is the most um she she just has such a great reaction to it. Yeah, no uh, no need for false humility here. Um, so then Caitlin takes Nick to their fantasy suite date, and it's in a prison, in a prison cell, and there are two little pallets on the floor. He's, Psych! He, that's yeah. not really the date. He's, he's really prepared to just <laughs> go with it. <laughs> that was the like. Well, I don't know if it was a museum or what. There were all these cells with like little mannequins of children being beaten with whips and stuff. That was the yeah. You were just waiting to see like the scratches on the walls. Oh god, yeah. So they go to like a real hotel, a real hotel. Um, and then we see them in the morning eating bacon. Which is another is rarity. Shirtless. Do we yeah, usually we usually don't, we see, usually don't see morning after. after footage, but they showed it. She's in a very cute little lacy um, yeah, robe. She always looks great. Where did where do I get one of those? It was cute. It probably cost more than I could afford. That's true. Um, but They're eating Canadian like bacon. Anyone, yeah. And Nick is shirtless. Yeah, I was like, just put on a shirt, man. Or We're don't. all going to see fine. this. 
Um, and then we end on this huge cliffhanger because Sean calls reception and Sean gets Nick's room number and Sean goes to confront Nick. So um, Sean storms over to Nick's room and they have the world's most annoying face off. Yeah. Where Sean just yells at Nick about how he's a terrible person. And, and they how- talk over each other a lot. I was like, I want to hear what you both are saying to each other. But I can't because you're talking over each other. Also, so I really want to know what they thought was going to be accomplished by this. Well, actually, I'm sure Sean was having a drunken conversation with one of the producers. <laughs> and the producer suggested, like, hey, man, you should probably go over and say all of this to Nick's face. <laughs> I think that Sean probably thought that if he, like, stood up to him like a man, that Nick would be like, oh, yeah, my goodness, I'm your leave. personal trainer muscles are so <laughs> terrifying that I need yeah. to exit right now. Well, it looks like the drama continues, and I can't wait to find out what happens, especially because, like, if you hate each other that much, I can't help but feel like, I don't know, there's just something else there, some other sort of passionate emotion. Just below the surface. <laughs> two beautiful yeah, This men. is going to turn into the most homoerotic season of oh, The Bachelor man. ever. I can't wait. Forget drama. <laughs> so welcome to our esteemed colleague, Lee Blickley, who recently had a chance to spend some off-camera one-on-one time with Caitlin Bristow when she came to AOL for the Build series. Thanks for joining us, Lee. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to talk about everything Bachelorette. Oh, yeah. Well, we're obviously always excited to talk about The Bachelorette. <laughs> it's our favorite So thing. tell us, Lee, what was it like hanging out with Caitlin alone? How charming was she? Um, I want her to be my best friend, and I'm pretty <laughs> sure we are best friends, but only wow. in my dreams. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, I met her right after the crazy Nick sexcapade episode um so we had a lot to talk about and she was very open which i really appreciated about her um she's just like you see her on the show um she doesn't hold anything back she's super honest um of course i had to know like the dirt about nick and sean and sean's mental breakdown and how sad he was (laughs) so many emotions yeah and she definitely opened up about that and what was surprising the most to me is how like open she was about the whole um sex thing um she was super open about where the mic was they didn't have mics on their bodies they were somewhere in the room probably hidden as she suspected because this is a reality show um so i I was kind of surprised by like a lot of the commentary afterwards was like they must have left their mic packs on like those crazy people and i was like don't people realize that there are other kinds of mics like they could have put mics literally anywhere yeah. in that hotel there could be room. like a mattress also mic. if they're yeah. having sex we have to assume there was some shedding of clothing and therefore the yeah. mic packs can yeah. you imagine them just being like we have to make sure not to take off our shirts because the mic yeah. packs we're that we concerned with the integrity of we the bachelorette brand we moment. we need everyone Nick, to be privy to this leave my bra on that's where my mic pack is <laughs> yeah. do not I, remove the bra like speak closer so of... they can really pick up our pillow talk <laughs> uh, yeah i don't think i would want anyone to hear that pillow talk if i were there. well that no. was the most awkward part of the episode is just like we're staring at a door reading these subtitles with their like sexy time talk <laughs> it just made you feel like uncomfortable which yeah. she thought so too and she was open about that which was great um and of course, she was open about Sean and how she was just surprised about the way he reacted to everything. But again, she admitted, like, I did talk to him in private and told him some things I shouldn't have told him. Um, so she said that she felt guilty about it and it was her fault. 
But as we saw in the most recent episode, Sean still is harping on that, you're the one. So I don't know if he's learned anything. <laughs> yeah, especially because he like asked her to tell him that he was the one. And now he just like won't let go of it. Mm-hmm. How many times can the girl tell him, I made a mistake by telling you that you were the one. Yeah. That wasn't fair. I have other relationships yeah. before he gets it. Like, you're on The Bachelorette. You knew she was going to be dating. Wait, you're on a reality <laughs> dating show. I just can't get past the part that Sean doesn't seem to understand that he's on a reality dating show. He's like, wink once if I'm still the one. <laughs> exactly. He's like, I've made some concessions, so now you have to like meet me halfway here because I'm still, I'm still it, right? Like, just like, you don't have to say it out loud. Yeah. yeah. Let's take a break, and then we'll get... Back together, and we'll get back on this because we're meant to be in the <laughs> yeah. end. None of these other guys. Yeah, matter. I don't think he understood what like taking a break really meant. Yeah. Um. So, did you get any insights from Caitlin about what might be like coming up this season? Yeah. Well, she was very like good at keeping the spoilers. Um, <laughs> well, well, media trained at this point by ABC, <laughs> I'm sure. Point. But she, um, she did mention that she would tell some of the guys that she had sex with Nick, which we saw last night. Yeah. She told Sean, but she didn't tell Ben. And there was that awkward conversation with Ben, too, about, like, are you a virgin? And then they did the whole, like, pause, commercial break. Let's come back to this. <laughs> that was very was bizarre. bizarre. Yeah, it was just like, let's just amp up the drama and give Ben some on-air yeah, screen time. that was Ben's story. Well, Ben's other storyline was he was dumped. Mm-hmm. So I, He's I mean, he needed another storyline. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, well, who hasn't been dumped and felt unlovable? It's like, exactly. that's not very juicy, Ben. Just FYI, yeah, everyone, like ben... he's not a virgin, uh, yeah. which he said after that I, nice pause. I mean, I feel like... I somehow don't think they would cast any virgins for Caitlyn. Yeah. yeah. But maybe for Brit. That's true. Could have been a Brit guy. I don't remember. Was Ben a Brit guy in the beginning? It's hard to tell. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. he was always so like good looking from the beginning. You noticed him, but you didn't really like notice him or his his whole thing he's sweet and attractive but you don't really remember anything that he came out of his mouth yeah yeah like he's in i can't believe he's in the final three i mean he's super attractive i think he'd be a great bachelor i think he's starting his bachelor campaign that's my prediction i think those nick and sean are just you know the reality is that most of the guys on this season just kind of sucked like it was just a group of lunkheads Mm mm-hmm so a group of lunkheads built by, for paradise, where they are all ending up. We're left with this like cardboard cutout of a guy and a repeat mm-hmm. and a fake Gosling who <laughs> turns out to be like a huge whiny crybaby. Yeah, so, who's best friends with everyone in Nashville apparently. Yeah. Yeah, I saw, I saw on Instagram, more, I don't know, I saw on Instagram Sean and Chris Cupcake hanging out in Nashville, yeah. which I thought was what? kind of adorable. They're like friends. They're like besties. Yeah, it's really cute. <laughs> you couldn't be friends with Chris. I know, I miss so Cupcake. Cute. Me too. I love Cupcake. And I love that he was just like, I watched myself cry on the cliff and I cringed a little bit. But hey, <laughs> emotions come out, guys. Yeah, that's totally normal. Um, so when you talked to Caitlin, how did she seem to be handling, like, emotionally the post-show fallout? I think because there was some time in between what actually happened on the show and these interviews, she, it looked like she definitely had 
um, her mind wrapped around everything and had good answers, solid answers for everything. Um, she was still like upset because everyone was bringing it up again, but I think she was past that. I think she has either a fiance or some sort of lover, so she's happy. <laughs> she told me she's very, very happy. Um, and she gave me a little cute smile. So oh. I think oh. she ends up happy. Maybe it's not with someone from the show, but she seems to have someone on the side <laughs> that she's in love with. I would Maybe it's love if the ending was her alone and then after the final rose, she just confessed that she met the love of her life in Vancouver. Yeah. I yeah. love that. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, after all of that, I went home and cried on my neighbor's shoulder and it turns out we're in love. <laughs> Oh, that's so beautiful. Sometimes that happens with like the the, set, the runner up or something. They show up like on the reunion show and they're like, "Oh yeah, I'm engaged." And it's like, "Wait, it's been like a month and a half." Yeah. So, you were like dating this guy, yeah. right? Like, oh, there's got to be so many people who go on the show like taking a break yeah. from a boyfriend or girlfriend, and it's then probably like an ultimatum. Like, okay, they're like, "Propose to, to me, or I'm going on The Bachelor," <laughs> oh, yeah. and then. Yeah. Because imagine, like, you audition, and then when you finally get the call, yeah, like, you could be dating someone, and you have to be like, hold on, I'm going to go travel the world, (laughs) um, meet some friends. Make out on national television. Maybe (laughs) end up engaged, but wait for me, babe. You know? (laughs) So, who do you think she's going to choose when it comes down to it? Well, first, who do you think are going to be the final two? Okay. I think Sean and Nick are going to be the final two. I think that's pretty obvious. But Ben is the only guy that I'm like, he's the only one that's not crying and dramatic and whining and complaining. And he's like a guy. He's a man. And he clearly like really likes her. Um, But she just likes the other two way much more. It's just obvious. Um, And I don't know, but I think she's going to end up with Sean just because they have this like special connection and I think what happened with Nick is like good for you girl like you did it you guys had sex you moved your relationship on quickly but I think that maybe too quick and now she's realizing like hmm you know it's still heating up with Sean yeah I think also like the it's actually pretty not smart but effective the way that Sean is playing this because Caitlin is sort of insecure And by making her question whether he'll stay, he's making her more invested in him. Like, she's thinking about whether he'll stay. She's worrying about whether he'll stay. And she values his staying more because she knows it's at risk. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's like, at the heart of, like, some really unhealthy relationships that we've all had like in college, but um, <laughs> but I can really see it like working on Caitlin really powerfully as well, I, I think watch. especially at the beginning of a relationship, everything is so heightened. These people haven't known each other for that long. And I think it's sort of a very human instinct to want to have to chase another person, at least yeah. at the beginning, a little bit. And just Even if it's exchange. not healthy, I think it's very human. Yeah. And I think Nick is doing this thing that, he did in Andy season two where he's doing so well and he's making these connections and then he gets in his own head and he can't stop talking and he can't stop overanalyzing and he can't stop kind of thinking about the strategy of The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. I was totally going to say that because like Nick at this point is reminding me so much of Andy season Nick. Like, he was so strong and, like, had this awesome connection. And now he's kind of, like, bringing in the drama and talking, like, crap about Sean and talking to her about other guys. And it's just, like, 
No, but Nick, he's getting a little anxious. <laughs> yeah. I know. He gets yeah. like super nervous. He's like, I'm just upset that I didn't get the rose. And then she took Sean on this like date and I'm like, don't yeah. know what to do. Like, and he's just like talking down. to the other guys who are also wanting the rose and wanting to spend time with Caitlin. Like, you're not the only one. I say we just call it a day and give everything to Cupcake, Jared, and Ben. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the only, the nice only one left. So I really think I know, Ben, I just, ben <laughs> H. I'm is, still holding on to Cupcake and Jared. He could be the bachelor. I mean, I him think, or yeah. Ben Z, too, who was voted off last. Like, he's I just, think like, they're really, the producers are making the case for yeah. Ben H. I think more like, than Ben he's Z. Just, yeah. Because I'm not going to lie, everyone had like uh, 50-50 on Jared. But to me, watching Jared leave last night was so sad. He was so sweet and genuine. And he like he's like, Were you cold? Let me give you my coat. Like, who does that? And then you see Joe like throw a freaking hissy fit. He's like, Oh, I'm gonna leave. Don't give me a hug. <laughs> so it's just like proof, like even Jared, they probably won't make him the bachelor, but he's like he was a solid guy all throughout and he really liked her, which is nice to see without like the drama on the side. Especially yeah. because so many of the men this season somehow seemed to have just disdain for her what are your like general impressions of this season like compared to other bachelorette seasons you've watched like just to tie a nice little bow on this yeah well when I first heard that there were going to be two bachelorettes I was like kind of pissed I mean I think every woman was like why are you going to pit two women against each other but then when you saw how the format worked and how like it was only one episode with Brit and Caitlin and then you kind of just moved on um, I feel like people got over that hump, and they keep flashbacking to Brit, which is like an interesting thing oh, on yeah. its own. But no, I loved Caitlyn. I always wanted her to be the Bachelorette. Like she's the bomb. Um, like I said, meeting her in person, like she's awesome, so cool, so down to earth. Like you want to be her friend. You could see why guys really like her too, because she's just a lot of fun. Um, but I think this season has been like not what I expected it to be. Um, I thought it would be much more relaxed and like the guys would just be like all about. Caitlyn and what she's about and how she's cool and like relaxed and like she could be a bro and like I don't know it's just been super dramatic and like a lot like you said like a lot of guys leaving on their own or just like not having a connection with her or like the whole like I came here for a Brit but I'll stay for you because I want to like <laughs> it's oh, just Jared. been like awkward but it also has been great for the show I think with the whole like um Nick like sex episode and how we got to talk about it in a larger discussion and, and ha- got other bachelors and bachelorettes like talking about what happened on their seasons and how like yeah we might have kept it quiet but like this stuff happens like we're dating these guys it's just not always on camera or we're not as open as Caitlin was about it so I respect her for being you know open about what happens on her show she doesn't hide anything as we saw with her conversation with, like, Sean last night, like, she told him about it, um, which you respect, because that means she's, like, serious, taking it seriously, or at least it seems she's taking it seriously. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, well, we'll see how the rest of the season plays out, and best of luck for your budding best friendship yes. with Caitlin. Thanks Caitlin, for if you're listening, guys. you know, please come to the podcast for the finale. <laughs> And, uh, hang, and, out with and hang out with Lee and yeah, Claire and I. I'll call up Andy us. and Charlene too. We can go on a dinner date because they did have a nice little dinner date. Yeah, the New three York of us will just stalk their future dinner dates. Exactly. We would all with be Sean and together. Cupcake. Please bring them. <laughs> Maybe just Cupcake. <laughs> well, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks Lee. for having me, guys. And now, welcome to Feminism Fails, where we rate the most cringeworthy anti-lady moments of the week. 
on our patented feminism fail scale. One, choose your choice. Two, meh, you get a pass. Three, not cool people. Four, the 1950s are definitely back. Five, gender equality is straight up dead. So we didn't actually have too many feminism fails this week, just two sort of big general ones. First, Joe shows us all how not to handle a breakup by stalking off and cursing the world. We'll give that a three. Sure, he was upset and emotions were running high, but why do half of the guys have to act like they're suppressing actual violence when they get dumped? Yeah, terrifying. Then Sean tells Caitlin she shouldn't have slept with Nick because he told her he doesn't like Nick. Um, at least a four. Sorry, dude, you don't get to sign off on our sleepovers. And as a special bonus, public school fails in ascending orders of numbers of children left behind. First, Nick references Caitlin and I's relationship. Nope, not how that works. They seriously need a grammar lesson. Also, no one but Jared has any idea what the phrase run amok means. Um, Along with the Bible, all of these contestants definitely need to be allowed to read the dictionary. Seriously. And finally, Caitlin thinks Irish is just English, but with a really thick accent. Oh my god. No, that is not the case. And now it's time for the tweet of the week. We love live tweeting The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. That's at Emma Lady Rose and at Claire E. Fallon, by the way. And we'll be highlighting our favorite tweets from Bachelor Nation every episode. And this week, the top tweet is from Kristen Baldwin. That's at Kristen G. Baldwin. Is Caitlin a wasp? Because when it comes to these date roses, she is really withholding. Zing. And we'll just leave you with our favorite quote of the night which was Caitlyn being a total feminist badass. I'm a grown woman. I do what I want. Damn straight. Hell yeah. (laughs) And that's it for Here to Make Friends. Our producer is Caitlyn Bogucki and our editor is Jorge Corona. Thanks to our guest, Lee Blickley. And please let us know what you think of the show. You'll find us on Twitter at Emma Lady Rose and at Claire E. Fallon and on email at here to make friends at HuffingtonPost.com. And if you like the show, please be sure to tell a friend and subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to leave us a rating or comment wherever you subscribe. It helps other people discover our show. This is Emma Gray and Claire Fallon. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.